It's this gross shit. Beat I made right before you got here because I didn't want to play the same shit on the podcast again for another week. Hi. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Ugh. No, no, we're starting. You're supposed to say words now. Oh, hi. Sorry, I had a gross <laughs> face on because it turn. sounded really good. I talked and you talked and I talked and you talked. Is that how conversations work? And then the other guy talks later. I don't know. Let's ask the Bigfoots. <laughs> yeah, they know all about it. They're experts. They know how to talk to people. What's up, man? Ah, oh, I do it every fucking week. I fade the music and I'm like, oh, I'm going to play a sounder. It's going to be funny. And then, and then your no shit's fucking sound. Quiet as shit. Uh, but anyway, we, how are you doing, man? <laughs> doing great. Can we afford an actual engineer yet on this show? Um, I kind of think that's maybe literally also one of your job titles. Shh. <laughs> don't tell them. They'll know our secrets. Don't They'll em- know our deep, dark secrets. Don't embarrass me in front of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> our very, <laughs> our very big group of friends. <laughs> Mom, you embarrass me in front of all my friends. <laughs> it's a big list. Hi, uh, hi, friends. It's the What If Podcast. We have a very special, fun, weird episode for you today. See? Oh, uh, uh, you know what? Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, did you fuck up again? Um, Only a little bit. Okay. What What should we do about that? <laughs> you can talk for a second. I'll fix it. Okay. Um, so, should I tell them why it's a special episode this week? Yeah. Okay. So, y'all, we've got a very exciting uh, guest on the show this week. We haven't had a guest on the show in uh, in quite some time. Perhaps too long. <laughs> Perhaps too long. Uh, but what we have done is we have invited a new friend of the show, Dallas Taylor, from the podcast 20,000 Hertz. It's cool. You should listen to it. Spencer says it's cool, and you should listen to it if, you're not, if you're not hearing that off I mic. I fixed the problem. Um, so Dallas, uh, Dallas has this really cool podcast where he talks about all things sound. They're cool stories about how sounds were made or where they come from or Hell yes. how they impact us. And, uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty fucking cool show. And he big was fan, big he, fan, big fan. And he was, uh, he was actually kind enough to, uh, to guest on the show this week because we have an episode that is sound related. Uh Oh, uh, mysteries. Of the oral realm. Mysteries abound. We're, we're talking about the Sierra Bigfoot sounds today, which for those of you who don't know, are a series of uh, audio recordings that were captured in the Sierra Nevada mountains in the early 70s. See. And um, we're not going to give you much more than that now. We're going to uh, we're gonna throw it to our conversation with Dallas. We had a really good chat with them for uh, 20, 30 minutes or so. And then um, Spencer and I are going to come back at the end and finish the episode off with some additional thoughts uh, post our, our chat with Dallas. So uh, we hope you like it. We hope you're having a great day. We hope you enjoy listening and laughing with these sounds as much as we did. Hell yeah. We hope that you uh, you high five someone and call someone and tell them that you love them today. Hell yeah. Okay, we'll see. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see we'll see you on the other side of the interview and uh, talk to you then. Okay, love you bye. We're here with Dallas Taylor from 20,000 Hertz. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up? Chilling. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me here. This is uh, very exciting. I was I was 
Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing, so tell me what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, our fans will find uh, that we don't know what we're doing either, so you're in great company with us, too. We okay. just, uh, okay. we are all arriving at similar levels of knowing what the fuck's going on. Okay, all right. We're talking about the uh, Sierra Sasquatch sounds today, and I figured you okay. being um, a man of all things audio, you would be, you might be the right person to have on board to analyze some of these Sure, and I would like to clarify, today. I have not heard any of this stuff, so it will be right off the cuff. Yes. Oh, we get the rawest reactions <laughs> to this goofy shit. I love it. Uh, Dallas, has your show ever touched on anything paranormal related? Anything strange like this? Or is this about as far as you've gone? No, it's never really touched on any of that stuff because none of that stuff is real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We've got a fellow skeptic in the house. Let's go. Uh, you should do an episode on EVPs just to roast it. We're talking about that. Actually, that's that's something that I've wanted to do for the past like multiple Halloweens is awesome. purely for the like uh, it, it's not I mean to, to get into some science here. Uh, our brains when we hear voices especially want to find meaning. Like our brains are designed to find language and meaning and stuff like that and that's why you know you can take if you, of course, if you listen to something over and over again, it's going to start to sound like someone said, you know, worship the devil, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's just that your brain can convince yourself that that's what it's saying. Yeah, it's um, the whole, it's like the pareidolia concept for our eyes, right? Like we see faces yeah. on Mars, but that's just because our brains are trained to start structuring related to the things that are structured already in our brains. Especially if you're prompted on it and an EVP and a lot of these things, like if you say, did you hear that ghost say, get out of here? And then you listen to it over and over again. I go, oh yeah, I heard it say, get out of here. Or just they always have the subtitles on the bottom during all the ghost hunter shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, wait a second. It reminds me of that video that went viral not too long ago where it was like the child's Happy Meal toy or whatever. When you press the button, it sounded like... Brain Needle. Yes. And then and then if you... Brainstorm. That's the one. Green yeah. Needle and Brainstorm. And yeah. you, could, you could trick your brain into thinking that the toy was saying both. Uh, same concept, right? Like your brain is trying to create structure around it. Yeah, and there's a big difference between being prompted and telling what you should be hearing versus being unprompted and uh, and and making your own conclusions. And actually, I'll just plug my own little show here. We just Do did it! a show. <laughs> we just did. Okay, so I'm the host of Twenty Thousand Hertz, which is all yes. spelled out, T W E, etc. Um, Twenty Thousand Hertz, which is the upper limit of human hearing. Uh, but we did a show about this exact thing. Um, that was called uh, Sonic Illusions, uh, and it went through being prompted and being unprompted, and 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 through the process, like I kind of tell the listeners what I'm hearing, and it kind of caused a bunch of fights along the way because people <laughs> hear totally different things. So it's a lot of fun to like um, go in there and and hear uh, just to realize how much our hearing tricks us and how we hear things differently. And we all have like different ways of perception and language. And, and what we found out was like even um, our accents and like the regional aspects of where we grow up also affects the way that we can hear or misinterpret or interpret things, which is pretty wild. That is interesting. Where are you from Dallas? Where are you recording from today? Washington, DC. DC. Are you from DC originally? No, I'm from Arkansas. I knew there was a little bit of South in there, but I wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to say it. I was going to wait. 
I, I expected you to be like, I'm recording from South Carolina. And I'd be like, that sounds like, makes sense. <laughs> well, I, I, I was in Arkansas and I lived in LA for a while, lived in Nashville, went back to LA, went to DC. So my accent has just been smeared all over the country. And then totally. sometimes the Arkansas comes out still and I, I'll hear it. You're, you're just slowly sort of centering on the middle of the map and one day you'll sound like unregionified <laughs> like us. Very Topeka, Kansas. Very Topeka, Wait, is Topeka Kansas. in Kansas? Uh, yeah, yes. That's, that's right. That sounds I, right. Okay. right. But, but we're not very smart, so... Okay. <laughs> you, you could have just tricked us, and we'd be like, yeah, nice job, Dallas. <laughs> You're smarter than we are. <laughs> All right. All right, um, so I'm supposed to listen these, to something. Yeah, nah. these Sasquatch sounds. So some people have uh, put these forward as evidence of Bigfoot slash Sasquatch slash Yeti slash Yowie. And they were recorded uh, in 1972 by a journalist named Al Barry and a, quote, outdoorsman named Ron Moorhead in the Sierra Nevada mountains of California. That makes it really sarcastic sounding. And it's just like, (laughs) like when you just throw a quote in there, like a quote outdoorsman, like there's so (laughs) many directions that can go. Like, that is weird. This guy guy was really weird. I think Spencer was also insinuating that that's his whole that job. That's his whole bio <laughs> is that he's an out, outdoorsman. Is all I'm saying. Wow, I um, think he. I think he. That was self proclaimed, but that's just me. <laughs> they were. Uh, cl- they claim that they record these at about 8,500 feet of elevation uh, in a in October, just after the first snowfall, and that they were about eight miles from the nearest established trail or road. So they. It was like a hunting camp where they had hiked in eight miles from wherever they had parked. When and where was this again? 1972 in somewhere in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Okay. So I'm listening to it now. You ready for yeah, this? Yeah. So, well, yeah, play number two there okay. first. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy going. <laughs> That's a man. That's a person. <laughs> that is a one. You can hear the vocal cavity, the mouth cavity. <laughs> Yeah, that's a person. Yeah, that's not Sasquatch. But, okay. But if there was a mouth cavity, Dallas, what if it was Bigfoot? Bigfoot's got a yeah. mouth cavity. Bigfoot has a mouth. So, okay, so Bigfoot. Let's <laughs> let's think about this. Um, you know, if we're thinking about like great apes and things that are kind of similar to humans, um, their mouth cavity is going to be a lot deeper, throatier. Um, oh. uh, if I had like a, uh, like a big bucket and I was going to do like a, uh, like a tiger growl, you go like, <laughs> but, but like there's this cavity that you hear all of this like reflection inside the enormity of this cat. And so you'd get the same thing with like, um, a great ape or something. It's just very guttural and just huge and things that like unless you're like the world's best movie trailer voice that you're just not able to do because the cavities aren't that big. But like, this sounds like a normal random guy, like just going <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all it sounds like. That's a guy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Actually. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's all. 
Yeah. He always does it well. So a little background about how they claim these were recorded before we get to the other ones. They were awfully um, close to Sasquatch 2. That's what's real concerning here. So that's actually <laughs> one thing I wanted to ask you about because it says, or they say that they recorded this with a single stereo microphone that they taped to a tree branch about two feet off the ground, about 40 feet from their camp. <laughs> <laughs> and about 50 feet from where they claim these sounds were coming from. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, hold on, so hold on. they claim that that sound was recorded from a distance of 50 feet. Okay, first of all, I can't tell if that's, uh, I mean, if that's stereo, that's the It world, seems like it's in mono to that's me. That's the world's worst stereo mic. Um, now, okay, let's, let's, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's been a lot of time, and they're putting it, you know, it's transferred so many times. Now we've got an MP3, so maybe it was this inglorious stereo um, <laughs> beforehand uh, from, oh my goodness, what was the second part of this? So stereo, we got a stereo mic. What was the next part that you said? Oh, they claim that they were recording sound. So the setup was they had this camp mm-hmm. and then uh, like maybe a hundred or so yards outside of their camp, they started hearing sounds. They set up this microphone, um, microphone sort of in the middle, them 50 feet on one side of it. Uh-huh. And they estimated these sounds were coming from about 50 feet on the other side of it. So they're saying that these sounds are recorded from a distance of 50 feet from whatever the source was. Does that seem at all reasonable to you based on that audio? No, not at all. Uh, it's a guy <laughs> right in front of a microphone just making weird noises. Um, and also it's just like they went out there and they specifically taped a microphone up to a tree. Um, it sounds like they were trying to achieve something to begin with because how many people just go camping and you're, you're like, you know what, I'm just going to tape a microphone to a tree just to see what happens. Like, did, were they out seeking this sound specifically? The story goes that they had been, they had this like hunting camp there and had heard stuff in the past and then went back and brought a tape recorder and a microphone. And they just so happened to point it in the exact proper direction because we have 360 degrees. So we got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if this was the world's most hyper cardioid microphone, which are those boom mics that you see in movies and you're pointed straight at something from that distance, it would still sound like complete and utter garbage. Maybe if you had a parabolic dish, which is the thing you see at the side of baseball games and football games to point literally, and that's what they're designed for is to to capture sound from, you know, 50 feet away. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Also, the other part of this recording is that it's literally facing the microphone the whole time. Like Mm -hmm. you're not here. Like, here I go. I'm going off microphone. Now I'm way over here. Look, I'm, I'm like, I'm at 90 degrees right now. Do I sound totally different? Yes. Yes. If I turn around. Totally different. Totally different. Here I come back to the microphone. So it's already like directed straight at the microphone. Like, did Sasquatch just happen to know that there was a microphone right there? <laughs> well, and would maybe. perform so precisely perfect directly to this? I mean, sure, maybe this recording was an hour long and they just trimmed out the part where Sasquatch was perfectly making weird noises. Also, like evolutionary, what benefit would Sasquatch have to making those particular noises? Like, do you think that, like, there's any benefit evolutionary, like, to, to like, go through the woods and just start going, like, oh, like, what? <laughs> their language, bro. There's, they got to communicate, There right? are arguments that it, there is uh, linguistic properties to what's being communicated in that. Also, to your question, or to your point about clipping out, by the way, Dallas, let's be very clear. I'm going to say things that sound like I'm defending this. Oh, please. I'm just telling you like <laughs> what they said was, you know, uh, they, so, what they say is like some of the, some of the most dangerous words in the ling- English language. Like yes. they, they do, they, they do this. 
By they, I mean the two guys who actually said these things about this. Are they They, still around? Can we bring them on right now? They are, and they have done interviews. One of them is still alive. One, One of them died in 2012. Okay. To your point about, like, maybe this was the closest proximity to the mic, they do say that they got, well... Hours of audio, multiple hours of audio. Uh, Ron said that he had a house fire and a bunch of his tapes burned. Oh, dang. Oh, so convenient. (laughs) And that he was only able to keep like 90 minutes of it, or no, more than 90 minutes. There's what? I think they said they had one tape that was 120 minutes. Okay. And that's what's available for purchase on his website. Purchase. A yes. Narrated by Jonathan Frakes. Oh my goodness, I want to buy that and just... Uh, I, I have it, I'll send it to you. <laughs> that's amazing. There's okay. some incredible underscore, like, sexy time piano saxophone music <laughs> through the so whole thing, too. So, what other point? So, now we're... Okay, so we're, we're defying the laws of physics with, with sounding like it's a close-up mic. It sounds like a bad 70s microphone. Yeah. Uh, we're defying the laws of physics with this being 50 feet away, um, mm-hmm. unless they had a parabolic dish, which I'm not even sure it was invented back then. Also, um, they said they taped it to a tree, so they had the opposite of a par- parabolic dish <laughs> and a shotgun mic. <laughs> they I'm taped also a to microphone out, to a tree. How do you point? Like, I assume that it's like a microphone that's like a stick, you know, like a like something yeah. that sticks. So, like getting the logistics. I mean, I guess you could kind of tape it to a branch, but like then you're kind parallel of to it. a branch, I think is what they were saying. Okay, that makes sense. So you can do yeah. that. Um, yeah. Uh, what time of year was this? This was oc- late October. It had just snowed. They claimed. Oh, okay. So snow. Oh, okay. 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 There. There we go. We're getting a little like the physics are getting a little bit better here because, <laughs> um, if it snowed, okay, the we the leaves are gone. That makes sense. I'm not hearing leaves. I'm not hearing any of that stuff. Um, snow. A fresh snow does kind of make an, the entire world sound almost like a recording studio. It's one of my favorite sounds in the world is to walk mm-hmm. out after a snow and then you uh, everything sounds so dead because it's all. Agreed. It's all like absorbing all that, especially the first snow, because then you just, it's just the sound is totally different. There is um, a suspicious lack of ambient sound in all of these recordings. Let me, I'm going to listen to this again. Yeah. Pl- or actually play, uh, play number four real quick. Oh, is this related? These, these are all excerpts from the oh, 120. All, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I only got yeah. one of them. Okay. So I'm playing three. Uh, Play four, actually. Okay, four. Male and female Bigfoot interacting. Wow. Yeah. They got so close <laughs> that they could tell. <laughs> they saw their junk. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy. <laughs> God, it's such a person. <laughs> Wait, male and female on this? Hold on. Oh, they're playing both parts. <laughs> I guess. Oh my god. god. The cavity's a little better on that one, Dallas. No, it's you know, it's not. It's it just sounds like here's the thing, like I I know I like I know people who in video games, like humans that do creature voices and stuff. There's people who do this for a living. Um mm-hmm they do a great job and they understand like what sounds human, what doesn't sound human. This just sounds like a really, really bad audition. Like someone who like thinks that they sound really convincing, but you know how your voice sounds different to yourself than it does outside of your body. Um, so internally they're like really convinced and maybe they have a self inflict self, uh, self like inflated, 
um, talent ego. Like they're really talented at making these weird sounds, but they're really not. I mean, this sounds legitimately like a really bad, um, like demo, like audition video for like doing like a, like a, like fallout five video game or something like doing creature what, voices for it what if bigfoot was just waiting for his opportunity to get a record deal this whole time and that's what the real audition is he finally saw a microphone in the woods and was like oh shit it's my time so uh, yeah i'm just trying to think like and also like nothing about the vocalization makes sense like do we see anything else in nature that follows any sort of pattern like this I mean, it's kind of like a cat, it, like if it was on drugs. Um, There's a little bit of like... It's just oversold. Like if I was going to fake yeah. Sasquatch, I would be like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's There's so much of it and it's... <laughs> like I would keep it really minimal. So intense. Yeah. But like it's just so... <laughs> like the whole yeah, it's thing. Like, it's like chatter. It's almost like they're trying to emulate when you when you hear monkeys chatter in the zoo, you know. That, they like, still don't chatter. Skitterish chatter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can maybe. Maybe um, it's not one Bigfoot, but it's like twelve of them. It sounds like the same guy. Like the whole. And, and all like twelve of them are exactly in front of this microphone. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's one Bigfoot that has multiple personalities. Um, that's mm, also ooh. auditioning for uh, a voice role on a future video game. Uh, as a creature, um, which would make sense. I mean, they could probably make a lot of money uh, if they were discovered. Um, Unique sound. You got to yeah. do all like on location recording. Though. I mean, That's I'm still going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. So they have a camp. I'm going to say that they made a mistake. This was not 50 feet away. They turned their back. And right, Sasquatch they could, got they really could have misjudged close. it, right? Like maybe they just misjudged how far away maybe this sounds what originating happened. from. The Sasquatch, or, you know, the Bigfoot got really close. Um, they were, it was right next to the mic. Okay. That, that explains the physics. That makes sense. Maybe um, they were reacting to the mic, right? Cause it was a Bigfoot. It had mm-hmm. never seen a microphone before. So it was, it was like, what is this thing? I'm going to look at it and examine it and yell at yeah. it. And they did say it happened in the middle of the night. So they probably could not see clearly how far away she was. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So they're and close they, and they're like, what is this thing? This is crazy. What, why is there somebody spying on us? I don't know. Because I, I assume that Bigfoot is going to be very, very, very intelligent. Yeah, um, he would have to be hide and yeah. seek champion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said hide and seek champion. Oh, I, I was I thought you were doing a um, a monster truck reference, um, oh. which would be also be awesome, but I, yes. <laughs> lost opportunity. The, um, the, the belt. So okay, so uh, Sasquatch or am I getting is Sasquatch and Bigfoot the same thing? They're, yeah, they're interchangeable. You okay, can so, also use Skunk Ape if you want to say a funner one. Okay, Skunk Ape. Okay, yeah. uh, that's more of like a Florida thing, though. This was that's this true. is California. That's true. This is probably a Bigfoot. Okay, so we got a Bigfoot. They're closer. Explains that they are chatting back and forth. Uh, they are very, very human-like, but very hairy, and um, they have clear like intellect and personality. That rivals our own, yet no one has ever seen one. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it yes. makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's play number five. Okay. Because things develop a little farther. Whistle sequence. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. So that's not Bigfoot. That's one of the men talking. I know. That's what's so crazy. It's like, 
Yeah, um, that's a person whistling. And um, <laughs> oh, I guess the whistle is the whistle like, come here, come here. Like it's got to be from the guy, right? Or are they <sighs> saying the whistle is from Bigfoot? They think uh, they're insinuating that Bigfoot is whistling at them. Oh, neat. I think I think both. I think there are, there's supposed to be a whistle that is human and a whistle that is not in that recording. Okay. If you if you listen to the longer uh, longer chunks of the tape, you find that there's a couple scenes where uh, where Al and Ron are hearing sounds from far away and then mocking the sounds with their own voices. Okay. Trying to see if the sound emulates their sound. I guess is uh-huh. what. Which is which is really funny because they clearly sound like they're off mic. And yet yeah, Bigfoot is just right on top oh, of that motherfucker. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, okay. So at first I thought it, I thought, okay, that sounds like a legit bird call. Could just be a bird call. And then maybe that's where mm-hmm. they got the idea and they heard a bird. Uh, so like, if I heard you're that, so I was like, okay, that's a bird call. You're saying Bigfoot is doing bird calls. Well, it sounded like a, the first thing I thought was like, that sounds very much like a bird call. It could legitimately be a bird. Um, yes. Okay. But it's, but it's winter time. So maybe the birds are not there. Um, so now we're contributing this to, uh, it, it doesn't makes sense that that's bigfoot like bigfoot is so talented if if now like it, it can mimic uh like bird voices so beautifully that's why they can hide so easily they're incredibly smart mm. <laughs> and then also like if you hear in the background he's like come here don't be bashful don't be bashful it's just like <laughs> what is a normal human response like it, like let's put something that we actually know is real like a great ape or mm. a bear like, this is kind of what we're putting this thing. Has anyone in the... I mean, unless you're like Steve Irwin and, you know, you have some Just, sort of expert training on this with a camera crew with, like, a bunch of people with tranquilizer guns, like, ready to put the thing down. And he still died, just for the record. That's, yeah, that right. didn't work out even for him. Even Steve did, couldn't couldn't survive the animal kingdom. So unless he had a tranquilizer gun with, you know, an army of people, like, and aimed right at the guy, which, by the way, if you had a tranquilizer gun pointed at Bigfoot saying, don't be bashful... Uh, I would be bashful as Bigfoot. Um, so, so it's just so like a pretend bad acting, like come here, don't be bashful. I mean, it's like, you're, you're talking to a dog, like it's just so dumb. So, so yeah, it's still another guy just going like, (laughs) okay. Uh, this is, I, I think maybe my biggest question of all of this is that if you're within 50 feet for hours at a time, you didn't get a single photograph. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did, did suddenly you just poof and disappear like a p- picture, you know, camera comes out and the, maybe, maybe Bigfoot's just so smart that, uh, uh, just duck out, uh, duck out, duck out if you see a camera. I mean, it sounds like big, Bigfoot's like super smart. So, um, is it possible that they're interdimensional and it's impossible to take pictures of them? Oh, that's a cool question. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Let's entertain it. Um, <laughs> yes. you know, there are, we live in a, in a three-dimensional world, you know, mm-hmm. what do you have? Height, width, and depth, I guess that's it. Uh, we live in a fourth dimension that we are tied to, and that's time, and, but we can't control it. You know, three dimensions we're pretty good at. Um, the fourth dimension, we can't really. There's arguments to be, to be said that there can be life in two dimensions that just came out recently. Mm. Um, now, are there more than four dimensions? Of course there is. Like, you know, are there, could there be beings that can master four dimensions, can, can see time from beginning to end? Yeah, maybe. Um, we can't yes. comprehend that. 
So we've got five dimensions, six dimensions. Um, you know, there's arguable, arguably, I think, 13, 14, multiple dimensions, wild stuff that happens in, in physics. And, you know, we don't know the ends of the universe and all this stuff. So, okay, yeah, let's put it as an interdimensional being, um, you know, that's kind of entering. I mean, but we as three-dimensional beings can't really enter a two-dimensional space or a one-dimensional space. So it doesn't really make sense. And we live on a fourth-dimensional plane. Okay, so Bigfoot is a fifth dimensional being um, that somehow has transcended, you know, the physics that we know into our th- our third and fourth dimension, and um, it's brilliant to this level. But all it can do when it sees us is <laughs> like that's or, it. Or Dallas, it's a two dimensional being, and anytime you get close, he just turns sideways. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> huh? solved. That's yeah? it. <laughs> how about how about them apples? All right. Um, last uh, thing. Okay. There is a quote that I would like to read you from. Uh, Wait, did we listen to all the clips? I think we. There's um, one that we did not listen to, but I can't remember. Oh, we okay. skipped one because we did two. Oh five, yeah, we skipped four, three. Five. Let's let's listen to three for the fuck of it. Do okay, it. aggressive display. Only. Okay, the first one was oh, attention display only. This is aggressive display only. All right, let's hear this. <laughs> Sounds like Mel Blank. <laughs> it's Mel Blank doing like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> doing Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yes, 100% chance that this is just some dude. Like that guy sounds like he is hard vomiting on a roller coaster. <laughs> it just sounds you know that, like, like scream vomit that some people do. <laughs> he is like he is exorcist throwing up on a roller coaster. <laughs> oh, it's just so bad, like of acting. And I can't believe. I guess this got enough press that we're talking about this. What thirty something years later? Oh man, this guy later. made a career out of these these audios. Uh, truly, a if quote I can only cha- you know travel through time. quote from ron about bigfoot to close so should we be afraid just what could bigfoot be anyway the remains of giants have been found on earth before most of us know about greek mythology regarding aliens copulating with human women who then gave birth to half god human Mm -hmm. aka zeus hades poseidon hercules and so on They supposedly had great powers and supernatural abilities, and most of us know of the biblical accounts of the same type of crossbreeding. If we are to believe there is a core truth... I guess we all know that. Is that a thing? (laughs) Well, now we do. (laughs) If if we are to believe there is a core truth to these stories, could Bigfoot be a deluded remnant of these and have inherited some of their quantum abilities? Bottom line, these creatures have quantum abilities because their (laughs) ancestral father was alien, in parentheses, Lucifer, Oh, wow. That was a a twist. Whoa. Whoa, Ron. Whoa, Ron. Their ancestral mother was human. They are a deluded remnant of alien intervention into God's creation. Esau took his wives from Canaan, the land of giants. Why would an alien, again in parentheses, Lucifer, go through the trouble of trying to infect the human genome post-flood? Maybe this dude is off the fucking rails. Wow, (laughs) this would be so fun to just deconstruct word by word. (laughs) Um, To close, if the accounts are true regarding UFOs being sighted around these creatures, perhaps aliens are still working the earth, altering the DNA of a great ape. I feel like he's just making... like. If accounts are true that, you know, whatever I make up right now or some yes. say this and, you know, 
we all know this. And I'm like, there's so many assumptions being made in that entire thing. I mean, this guy, this is a perfect example of someone who could make a career and claim like this before the internet came along. The internet mm, crushed yeah. like all of this. Um, with, with like being able to get information so quickly and, and working off of like gullible people. And so, um, I, I can't imagine this was being said anytime after 2000. No, well, it's, it's still on his website. Oh, okay. I don't know when he said it. <laughs> okay. It's on his website as of now, okay. 2019. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, none of that's real. It's just some guy <laughs> making babble noises and I've heard worse. like I've heard better from, you know, real people. <laughs> Uh, and I've heard worse. It just sounds like, I mean, it just sounds like a bad audition tape. Yeah. Guys in the woods making, making sounds together. Hey guys, what are you doing this weekend? Do you want to go to the woods and yell with me? <laughs> I mean, this would be a ton of fun. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like I'd, if, if someone pitched this, if, if you guys like pitched this idea to me and we're like, Hey, let's go camping and like. You know, well, I, especially we, in the seventies, like who knows what was what was being passed around, and just want to make weird noises and try to trick the world. That sounds like fun. Dallas, Stop don't talk, Dallas. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next weekend? <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, I will, I'll go on the record. I would love to start a hoax that, Let's that has to do with Let's diversify our income streams, Dallas. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I have been longing for the day where we can pull off the perfect paranormal grift. So if. If any of you guys, and I, any, I mean you two, <laughs> have great ideas, I am all for it. Okay. Put, put them on a list. There's a lot of money to be made from a lot of dummies. For, That's um, true. Yeah. For paranormal griffs. <laughs> and you don't have to cite anything. You just have to say, some people believe, and then if say whatever say they, crazy shit you're going to say. If they do this, and some people this, then and, that's all the citing you need nowadays. And, and then Satan six- fucked Bigfoot's mom. And made you and me welcome, welcome to Ron's I'm just, website. I'm like really baffled at why aliens would be so obviously Lucifer. Like aliens, aka Lucifer, wink, wink. We all know that, <laughs> right? I right. think it's the whole the whole ancient aliens thing, where like the gods were uh, actually aliens. That whole thing. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Is- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there, there's a theory, you know, like, have you ever watched Ancient Aliens or anything like that? I try Like the History to, Channel bullshit? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the whole idea is that, like, most religious texts okay. are actually referring to interactions with aliens, not quote-unquote gods. Huh, because they just know that for sure. Um, well, yeah, I mean, they said it. it Ancient yeah. alien it's just, theorists. It's just so convenient that that makes really entertaining TV. I mean, thank goodness that that all, that all just also just so happens to make entertaining tv i mean to be fair the whole idea of gods doesn't make any more sense (laughs) well it's just like thank goodness that like it fits a perfect narrative for like gullible people uh, you know like it's it's just a perfect because here's the thing this is an important thing to get out to the world and if it didn't fit a perfect (laughs) narrative narrative for gullible dumb people like this important information would not have gotten out there yeah. So think, I mean, it's just, it's, it's brilliant that, uh, it's, it's just perfectly suited in a very stupid way to where it could really get out to the world. And if, and if we've learned anything today, it's that if we work hard enough and create our own hoax, we too can have a TV show. That's true. <laughs> that so let's get to work boys. <laughs> All right. I'm down. What are we doing? <laughs> 
All right, Dallas. Uh, thank you very much for taking time to indulge this nonsense. I yes. would do that anytime. That was so much fun. Like awesome, man. Let me, if you have anything sound wise, this was just like a pure joy to Sick. deconstruct. I I kind of want an entire podcast of this. Just well all the time that, that could be arranged <laughs> i was gonna say that could 100 percent be arranged um, like just debunk and, sound stuff oh that's so much fun hell yeah man uh anything anything you want to shout out uh before we send you on your merry way this evening yes uh my podcast yes. i have a podcast uh and if and if you are hearing my voice then you like podcasts um my podcast can be fun um but it's real sciencey real there's some things that are fun some things that are sad but it's all about sound uh, it's not for soundies. It's not for audiophiles. It's not really for like sound engineers or any of that stuff. It's just uh, stories about uh, cool sounds, how they were made, um, how sound affects our brains, how sound is underutilized as a sense and uh, underappreciated as a sense. And um, and I think you'd like it. So it's 20,000 hertz, all spelled out, a uh, big purple icon. So right now, pause the episode. Don't edit this. <laughs> Don't edit this. Don't edit this. Pause the episode. Go over. Type in T-W-E, continue, and then look for the purple icon, hit subscribe, but then come back down. And it's the thing is, is if you pause it, it's still going to be like sitting down there at the bottom of your podcast player. You're not even leaving this podcast. True, You're true, just opening true. it up, T-W-E in blah, 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 hit subscribe, come back to the podcast, forget about it, and just wait for the next episode or find something. So that's what I want you to do right now. Pause the episode. Okay, now, <laughs> thanks to, that you have, that you've, you've stopped pausing, now we can continue. You can continue with your own show. Hell yeah. Fans of our show might want to start with the uh, the golden record episode. That might be uh, up some of y'all's alley. I almost, with After this conversation, it's like the bouge seems appropriate. It's yeah. like kind of goofy, and it and it kind of opens up uh, a world of overused trailer sound effects, and it kind of ruins trailers forever, if that's Sick. kind of... Um, <laughs> I kind of get Would the you like to hate that, movies? That, that's part of this show, too. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you uh, taking the time to hang out with us for a minute. Thank you. That was so much fun. Awesome. We'll do it again. We'll talk soon. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> thanks, man. And we're back. I, I love that neither one of us had to be the one to say that shit's fucking dumb. Because <laughs> now... After establishing that that shit is indeed fucking dumb. <laughs> we had someone to do it for us. Like, we can get into all the, like, crazy fun parts about it. But a sonic expert. This is this is a topic I've wanted to do on this show for a long time and didn't have the right way of doing it until now because I I didn't know how to do it other than to play the sounds and be like, haha, these are stupid, right? Okay, well, there was a four-minute episode. See you guys. So we had to have a conversation with Dallas. Dallas could be our person. If you guys didn't notice, like I, I said this to Spencer as soon as we finished recording that with him, most episodes, it's like if one of us is telling the story, the other one is playing skeptic or vice versa, not even playing. We just like question the story and we didn't have to do that at all because Dallas was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so we got to be the ones who were like, yeah, but what if this is crazy? <laughs> Yeah, 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 but, but 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 like, what if it's not bullshit? Right, right. Um, real quickly, can I play you just a brief excerpt of the Jonathan Frakes narrated audio documentary that was referenced? Oh, I'd love it if you did. Okay. Wait, sorry. Play, wait. Oh. Oh, oh, I know, dude. I know. Oh, uh, 
the you may think you're ready. You're not ready. I'm sure I'm not. The so the just to clarify, the sounds that we played, the clips that we just played mm-hmm. uh, throughout the interview with Dallas, or it's not an interview conversation. Um, those clips are part of the original audio, correct? Yes. Those were four, I think we played four excerpts from the original recordings made in 1972. There are more that were made in 74 that I can also play. Mm. They're similar, but actually shittier <laughs> than the original ones. Cool, 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 uh-huh. cool. They're, Might they're, make them more believable. The sounds are similar, but the recordings are worse. Um, so, so then this so, Jonathan Frazen version, Frakes, Frakes, Commander Riker from Star Trek, the next Who's generation. Jonathan Frazen? Don't know. Is that the guy that wrote A Million Little Pieces? Don't know what that is. I'm assuming it's, it's a book, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one I'm familiar with. <laughs> Fra- no, that's Franzen. Mm. I'm going to stop like, saying dumb things. Like the boxed wine? People are... Pr- <laughs> that's that's Franzia. Yeah, there's this guy. He wrote a box of wine. You know about him? <laughs> I, Johnny. I John, oh, Johnny man. Franzia. I, I hope someone brings a box of wine to one I, of our shows. I'm not sure why shows. you interrupted me, but I'm going to play it this now. <laughs> I hope someone brings a box of wine to one of our shows one day and we get to autograph it. What I want to know is, is this... <sighs> is that amazingness a full remix a of the original song? thing we can fucking sounds? listen to? Yes. Okay. It ha- you just listen. Listen. Should put the cat sounder on top of it. <laughs> the following story Whoa! is true. The unusual vocalizations you are about to hear were tape recorded by a news reporter in the high Sierras of California. Ooh. The sounds are human like, but very powerful compared to the human voices with which they interact. Hell yeah. This is because they are <laughs> dynamic and almost operatic in projection and delivery. Scientists say these remarkable vocalizations indeed are those of a very large human-like primate order. Help! Yeah, bro! Enjoy them. All right, so... I like that you cut it off before you even got to say enjoy them. You're like, all right, all right, all right. With us. Oh, with us. As we share a rare and unique listening experience. It's <laughs> so good. Kenny G in the background just fucking... <sighs> Fuck that, dude. Crushing it. <laughs> you called him Kenny L. I'm sure did. That's pretty funny. Um, so wait, so is this, is this whole thing like an audio drama? That so they took the four sound clips that we played and made it into a 30, them out. 37 minute audio thing. Sick. I don't even know what to call it. It's, and, and these are the versions you can buy on his website. These dramatized. Mm, Sorry. Sexy. I, I spent seventeen ninety nine on them, bro. God damn it. We're never ever going to make money off this podcast if the first time we make money, Spencer's like, I got just enough to buy my Bigfoot tapes. <laughs> you crazy ass. <laughs> Come on, man. We made more than $18. That's true. <laughs> Plus, we, right? can, we can start bootlegging them. That's true. <laughs> That's what we do. I'm going to show up to our next live show with bootlegged copies of this shit. Pop the trunk. For 10 bucks. Open yeah. the- <laughs> we sell two of them. We made the money. Open the trench coat. We made the money. Hey, y'all need them... <laughs> I need them hot Bigfoot tapes. Do you I want- got the remix. <laughs> Dude, I was playing him, playing him for Kyle yesterday, and he mm. was like, man, I'm glad I'm not a producer, because I would do dumb shit like make a whole album only sampling these Bigfoot screams. Well. I was like, you're right. That would be dumb. We, but, all- I, but now I want to also. I was going to say, also BRB. <laughs> you want to hear some of the, uh, speaking of remix, the, the remix 1974 versions? Uh, they're, they're short. What are the 1974 versions? They were supposedly they went new back, audio. They went back and recorded more Bigfoot sounds, allegedly. Oh. 
Well, and and for what it's worth, from so I listened to a really long interview with Ron and a guy whose name I'm forgetting right now, who was a crypto linguist. Um, Scott that, something, I think was his Nelson? name. Is it that dude? Scott Nelson? Yeah, Scott Nelson. Yes. So I listened to like dude. an hour long interview with those two, which was wild. Is that dude as full of shit as he sounds on paper? Um, Yes. In my Scott Nelson, I mean. Opinion, yes. Yeah. In my opinion, yes. Yeah. Him and Ron were just sort of tag teaming this interview, going back and forth about, you know, how realistic and believable and how many times they've been and all the crazy things that have happened. But that was the thing I was going to point out was that they claim that they have gone to this same hunting camp in the Sierra Nevada mountains for find it. 30 years well, more. The 40? Origi- I mean, the original recordings were 72. Ron said and the last time you heard been them there was for in- a few times. They had been there a few times before that, so yeah, pushing 40 years. And Ron said the most recent time that he heard them, or I should say the last time he heard them, was in 2011. Okay. He also claims that that area uh, got pretty roughed up by the wildfires. Uh, last, was that last year? Not a whole lot to hunt there anymore. I don't know. Mm. Um, all right, let's listen to a couple of these, and then we can get into some of the alleged verification in huge air quotes. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. I know. That, that, it's really rough. I don't know. There's just like so much tape hiss and distortion and shit on them. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you came across anything that talked about them making knocking sounds, that's them. That's what they're they're referencing. Um, sounds like they're like clacking stones together, maybe, or like yeah, hitting a hitting a piece of wood with a rock, or vice versa, or Let's some see if shit. This one's any better? <laughs> Whatever. It's the same shit. With more noise than actual sound. Like, they got worse. <laughs> Just like They got hard. worse at recording in the, the two years in between. How'd they do that, though? <laughs> uh, okay, so you talked about Scott Nelson. Quick summary of his findings. Um, he thinks they're speaking a language, and he thinks he's able to transcribe it. Uh, so, the version <laughs> of it I heard was that he does think they're speaking a language. And he does a pretty good job, excuse me, a pretty bad job of explaining... (laughs) He does a great, I mean... Terrible. Terrible. (laughs) He does a pretty bad job of... what I I think in my head I was going both directions of. He does a pretty good job of trying to convince you, and he does a pretty bad job of explaining what about this is um, uniquely lingual. What was that word? Lingual. Lingual? Lingual? What's lingual? Of the tongue? I don't fucking know. Right. I don't think it's a word, honestly. No, I think it might be. Okay. Um, Scott Nelson developed what he calls the Sasquatch phonetic alphabet. No, it's just tongue is lingua in Spanish, and that's right. why I'm thinking of it. Um, he claims that they have an alphabet and that he knows it. And he, on his website, or well on a website called bigfootencounters.com mm. has transcribed 
a couple of these recordings that we've been listening to. Okay, so he references this in the interview that I listened to, but when he said transcribed, my assumption was that he meant like timestamp to timestamp type of sound and... So he's taken, he, he thinks he's identified specific repeated sounds that they make on these recordings. Yes. And has assigned them uh, letters, basically, and then combinations of letters. So, like A, B, C, A with a line over it, E with a line over it, uh, double R, U with a. What are the two dots? The oolong? Yeah. No, that's a T. What? <laughs> oolong is a type of tea leaf. Ooh, mm. um, umlaut or Those something? Two, uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Uh, and then he umlaut. has like letter combinations. Anyway. Those two are fucking dumb dot wave. Uh, I got it right, I think. Well. I was, <laughs> I was hitting the button for myself. It's, it is an umlaut. Then he has things like... In parentheses, SC, which equals scream, comma, possible language. TP5 equals tooth pop, number in sequence, possible language. What? So, tape number one, transcribed by Scott R. Nelson. Timestamp, 4.5 seconds. WW, 8.62 seconds. WWW, 15.11 seconds. Ramho Baru Kahu. Wham vo hu koku. Wait, 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 wait. No you plamentiku. Is he doing this phonetically? Yes. So he's just straight up trying to turn what he's hearing into actual English letter spellings of what it sounds like. Yes. You know. Charles Barkley, I'm a dumbass. I'll wait for it. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, this makes sense. Well, look, if you're not prepared to do (laughs) the research. So. The this makes sense because in the interview, what he was talking about was that he had transcribed 79 pages worth of this audio from Ron. I was like, that's too many. One. Number trash. two. <laughs> so trash. Number two, what he said was Ron took him to the hunting camp one day and apparently Scott brought his transcriptions and decided to yell his phonetic <laughs> shit into uh, the woods. Yeah. To see is, is there they, audio of that? No. Oh. But Ron but Ron goes, Ron was in this interview and he's like, I like what you got. Yeah, I used to tell. He's got this like crazy, like very um, deep kind of, I don't know. He's got like a very radio voice, uh, Ron does. And he's like, I used to say, Scott, you know, you don't know what you're yelling at him. That could be a Bigfoot <laughs> mating call. Good so. job. <laughs> so, so yeah. I want. Imagine heard. if this is bullshit. I mean, and I mean, sure sounds like it is. But imagine if this is bullshit. And Ron and his hunting friends <laughs> made these sounds up for years, <laughs> tricked this guy Scott into believing that this was a real thing to the point that Scott came on a fucking hunting trip and was yelling into the woods the recreations of Bork, your friends Bork. acting. Bork. Like, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Okay. So I think I have an idea for this this episode with Dallas. Uh, we take... Yes. We take the... We're, we're recording this episode with Dallas. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying for the, the next one. Oh, an additional episode yeah, with yeah, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I understand. We take the original recordings. 
we get a huge PA. We Ooh. go camp out in the woods and we just blast that motherfucker out into the woods and see who shows up. Do you think? Um, and we record all of it and our reactions and we make like a Blair Witch style Bigfoot podcast about it. Sick. Sick. Mm-hmm. Sick. Okay. No, I was just thinking. No, I, what I was thinking was. Uku Jiza! Naga ku step kaku blem. That's. That's what he was yelling in the woods. Yep. Sorry. I just turned around at my notes and saw more of this transcript. It's okay. I got excited. Didn't know why you were trying to communicate with me. I was like, I don't speak it either, bro. I don't know what's going on. Oh, he's got a question mark on some of these. Maybe. uh, Waku? Kabam. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Maybe this. Hey, wait. Maybe this is the hoax that we fake with Dallas is we go play the bad audio into the wilderness. But what comes back is good crazy scary audio oh shit oh shit he said he knew some like uh creature voice actors or something yeah let's get at him just send one of those guys out into the woods and we'll just be like i bet nothing's gonna come and then have one of his crazy buddies do it way better (laughs) and then we'll be like yeah that boy foot uh okay Uh, maybe last thing did you I just want to go through some of the people who claim to have like verified that these are non-human slash Bigfoot. I think we should. I think we should because I find it interesting how many people have been willing to say that these are because like for what it's worth, Dallas dismissed these immediately. And that's fine with me because I sort of did too. Yeah. But there are a lot of people who are semi-professional who have made claims about these that I find uh, like a reach. I think Scott Nelson is lost the plot. His phonetic alphabet thing is nonsense to me. Yeah. Yeah. The one that's pointed to most often is this University of Wyoming study. Yes. That uh, um, an excerpt of it is often quoted uh, around this saying essentially like whatever this thing was, it w- it came from or these sounds came from something too big to be human. Yep. Which is I thought was funny. The Dallas's first reaction was that this is clearly not coming from a large animal because this the, sound, ca- this because sounds the cavity like it's, wasn't big enough. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also have questions about and I forgot to ask him this, but the frequency response of whatever microphone and recorder and tape they would have been using. Okay. I can't imagine. I doubt would have been capable of recording a full like 20 to 20,000 Hertz range. Okay. And a lot of the analysis that we're about to get into from this Wyoming stuff is based on the very low end of the frequency spectrum, Mm. which from what I've heard doesn't even really seem to be present in these recordings. But there's... Okay, I see what you're saying. This University of Wyoming study was done by R. Lynn Curlin, who is a professor of electrical engineering, and Lass Hurdle, it's L-A-S-S-E, who is a grad student at the University of Wyoming's uh, electrical engineering department. And it was actually done by Hurdle as a grad student, and she was supervised by Curlin. Okay. So... When they, it's just like the little ways that this information gets like fudged over time. Yep. And it just evolves and evolves. The University of Wyoming did not publish a report on this. A grad student 
at the University of Wyoming did. Cool, 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 cool. A, an electrical engineering grad student. Ah, uh, yes. You know, the ones that are experts in animal cavities. Right. And the size of their vo- bodies and the and, sounds they are able to make. And it's the same thing with like Scott Nelson. He was a code breaker and interpreter. Yeah. Does that, does that qualify you as like a... A biologist? The way that he made it sound, and obviously this is coming from his mouth, but the way that he made it sound in his uh, in the interview that I listened to with him was that his job was something to the effect of uh, recording language in um, like the 60s and 70s in places where they didn't necessarily know what language or languages people were speaking and tried to, even if it wasn't like recording a specific person's language, it was trying to get a vibe for um, what languages people were speaking and then using that. When? I think he said in the 60s and 70s. How many undiscovered languages were there in the 60s and 70s? No, I think it was more like if I go to this bar... In this like major, but that's city. totally different. You're matching it to a known language. That's oh, not the same at all. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just, not, I'm just trying I'm to just follow telling, what you're saying. I'm just saying what he said. His job was was like detecting language in places so that they could match language in those places, like recording audio okay. to detect language. Yeah, whatever. I yeah, it doesn't no, sound yeah, like a job to yeah. me either, bro. I'm just trying to tell you what he said his fake job was. So. <laughs> This University of Wyoming thing uh, was published in a book called Man Like Monsters on Trial, oh. which is pretty lit, and I found a PDF copy of it uh, this afternoon. God bless. Um, it's probably worth noting at this point that in the report, specifically their section, there are multiple spelling errors, including uh, misspelling vocal cords, which makes me... That's how you know you're an expert in it. <laughs> Immediately suspicious of their analysis of unknown creatures' vocal cords. Bro, it's a trick. It's a it's a it's one of those if you notice that we spelled vocal cords wrong, then you're uh We're gonna get more views. You're paying attention. Uh I'm just gonna read a few excerpts from their analysis. You have to? You said, do I have to? <laughs> no, I don't have no, to. No, it was a joke. I just feel like it's going to sound <laughs> real goofy, and I'm scared. Having analyzed a recording of purported Bigfoot speech okay. using accepted techniques of signal processing, the authors can- Wait, sorry. Say it. Say that one more time. Accepted techniques of signal processing. They don't elaborate at that at this point. Okay. <laughs> the authors conclude that the means and ranges of the recorded pitch and estimated vocal tract length of the speakers indicate that the sounds were made by a creature with vocal features larger corresponding to a larger physical size than man. They also conclude that the tape shows none of the expected signs of being pre-recorded or recorded at an altered speed and hence diminish the probability of a hoax. So basically what they did was they analyzed the frequency of these vocalizations. Yep. Um, not in like how often they were happening, but like the frequency of the vibrations that were causing the sounds. Yes. And using some averages across men um 
course, trying to like, they do a very poor job of simplifying it for non science people. Yeah. Um, basically they take data that correlates in humans, your physical size, specifically your height to the length of your vocal cords Mm. and the length of your vocal cords to the frequency range of your voice. So there are certain, or they're saying at least I didn't fact check this They're They're saying there are certain correlations between the size of a person and the size of their vocal cords and between the size of your vocal cords and basically essentially how low your voice is. But that, but that can't be true because I'm six foot five and I weigh 220 pounds and I don't have like a particularly low voice. Not obviously a one-to-one correlation, but they're they're, they're saying, saying there is trends. some, and they could very well be wrong. This is a, an electrical engineering grad student, after all. <laughs> I just don't know enough to like definitively to prove that disprove wrong. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by analyzing the frequency range of the vocalizations on this tape, which like you guys heard it, it's not pristine audio by no. any measure. It's distorted pretty heavily at times, which without getting too into the weeds, distorting something adds harmonic layers that are not actually native to whatever the sound source is. Sure. So if you distort my voice heavily, it's going to actually introduce frequencies that aren't in my actual voice. Oh, so you're saying the range that they were detecting in their studies was probably introduced by the distortion, not by the... It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Distorting something adds harmonic layers to it, essentially, which add frequencies that aren't there and before you distort it and is that the same with speeding things up and slowing things down so what they're saying is yeah they didn't detect that this recording had been either uh recorded at like a higher rate and then slowed down Mm -hmm. or record normally and slow down which would make it basically shifts the entire frequency range lower right um they didn't think that's what had happened here got it but even using this like very loose correlation of like taking they're saying the average adult male is five foot eleven and the average adult male vocal cord is this length and a vocal cord of this length produces an average frequency range of this got it they're then trying to work backwards and saying well there's stuff at 60 hertz which is really really low on this bigfoot recording Which might correlate to a vocal cord length of this, which might correlate to a height of this. And they came up with a height range of between six foot four and eight foot two. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Which is a 30-ish percent range. Sure. And is based, as far as I can tell, entirely on estimates. Right. And... It's a weird angle to approach it from because they're basically trying to say like this thing isn't human, but all of your data points are from humans. Right. And also there's like extreme variance in all of these. Like you pointed out, yeah. shorter people can have low voices. Right. Taller people can have high voices. Right. It's not a one-to-one correlation no, if there is even a proven correlation. Right. And then you're extrapolating this several times and then to... Allegedly a different species. Right. Um, And they even say at one point, which is never in any of the quotes on Bigfoot websites, quote, however, using present techniques, the area functions 
are likely quite inaccurate for small errors in length estimation. So they're they're saying like they just a small like inaccuracy in any of this would be extrapolated to be a huge inaccuracy. And also saying that we're guessing at all of this. And we gave you a 30% range, the bottom of which is fully within humans can totally be six foot four. There's one in this room. I was going to (laughs) say I would be one of them. 50% of the humans in this room are (laughs) at or above that height. Oh man. And then, and then the stories you read are a university study confirmed that the, that this had to be too big to be a human being's voice. So it must be Bigfoot. Yeah. So they're in their conclusion section. They say, "quote The results indicate more than one speaker." Which, okay, we are we know there were more than one person. There was more than one person out there, right? One or more of which is larger than the size of an average human adult male. Very possible. Yep. Um, the frequencies were clear. The formant frequencies, which is like the whatever the frequencies were clearly lower than for human data and their distribution does not indicate that they were a product of human vocalizations and or tape speed alteration. Got it. One thing they did suggest would be possible and they would not have any way of determining is if someone were playing back audio from another source in the woods and it was being picked up by this microphone. So they could have pre-recorded some weird altered audio of some kind. And then but the way the they recorded it was natural and unaltered. Got it. So they could have played a tape out of a boombox into a microphone they set up in the woods. But it doesn't sound like that at all to me. And like what we talked about with Dallas is like somebody is right on top of that microphone to the point that it's right. distorting. Because in one of the... Uh, I think it's Al in one of the interviews I read, he talks, he describes, Oh, it's in the, the liner notes for the CD. Sick. Um, <laughs> Amazing. And I think it's actually Ron writing it. He describes the recorder that they used and it's, he says that it had an automatic gain control on it. So like, there's not a, like a knob or a dial that you would turn to control the volume of the microphone. It automatically detects the signal coming in and adjusts. Hmm. Like, that's a thing. Yeah, I just, it sur- but, surprises me that that would have been like a thing in the 70s. I mean, it, it definitely was. Mm. It it further complicates the issue, though, of it them being 50 feet away from this microphone and it being super distorted. Right. Yeah. Because to overload this thing that is already ha- has like gain compensation on it, you'd, you'd have, have to, to be, be really fucking loud and or really close to it. Blasting it, right. Yeah. It's not going to distort that heavily for anything 50 feet away. Right. And in the, you'd be picking up so much more ambient stuff too. That's still one of the weirdest parts about this to me is that there's like, there's no wind sound. Yeah. There's, there's, there are no other animals present at any point. Yeah. There's just, I mean, it sounds like it could have been recorded indoors in like a treated room almost. There's just like, there's no other sound present do they um and if it did have an automatic gain control on it when there wasn't a loud sound it should have been more responsive to quieter things right and there's nothing right 
I, I don't know. It's because it's, I think, I think we're done here. It's because it's not real. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I think here's how I feel about this one. I find this one particularly interesting because it is <laughs> the best worst evidence that exists. You know, like, like sonic evidence is just so fickle, you know, like you can't attribute that to, if if you had a photo, like you said, if there had been a photo there to go with this or something like that, that would have given it more. One thing we didn't talk about is that they took prints of, or photos of alleged footprints in the area. Oh, I did not know that part. 13 inch feet. Damn. I mean, isn't that like what both of us wear? It's not I mean, that big. Yeah, I, I wear a 13. Does does that translate exactly to 13 inches? I don't know. Mm. Pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my biggest like thing that I'm surprised about, and maybe I shouldn't be at this point with all the episodes of this show that we've done, that this one has really lasted. Like this one is it kind is, of a classic. And it's so bad. And it seems really... This should have been dismissed immediately. It seems really dumb to me that this has been a classic. And the crazy totally shit, agree. too, is both Scott and Ron have made a lifelong commitment to this story. And they well, tour it, and they sell it, and they speak it, and they write books called Quantum Bigfoot about it. Hell yeah. And like fucking, like they went off <laughs> the, yeah. yeah, they went off the goddamn rails on this well, what one. What are you supposed to do, though? Once you put it out there, you can't really go back. I mean, you certainly can. Well... JK, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were being stupid. We were just guys goofing around in the woods. Carry I, on. I guess you could, but no one ever does. I know, but I'm just saying maybe maybe you should instead of living 40 years and like still going on podcasts. That's going to be us. When we make our great hoax, we'll let it play out and then we'll come back and be like, hey, look, we made it all up. Come Sorry. Listen, come listen to our podcast. You can return your books if you want. If you're mad, come listen to our podcast and you can call our number at 612-246-4614 and you can yell at us about it. Or if you're super mad about the hoax, you can send us a very long, strongly worded email at hi, whatifpodcast.com. Or if you want to, you can join our Facebook group to search for the What If Podcast on Facebook and you can join the Facebook group and you can say, fuck you, sweary boys, for your hoax. Or you can find us at What If Pod on any of our socials. You can tell us we suck there too. Or you can write us an iTunes review if you want to and tell us that we're shitty on iTunes. Or go to our website and buy shit.